Hello and welcome to the Garden Street Boys Make a Movie. My name is Hayden. I'm Kieran. I'm Nick. And we are joined by very special guest, <gasps> Kate Coates. Hello! <laughs> is this really special? This is our final episode of the podcast for mm. 2016 and we wanted to have someone real special on. Oh no. And, and they didn't they and couldn't come. Yeah. <laughs> shut up, man. Shut up. I'm sorry. Uh, Kate is a teacher at the Improv Theatre Sydney where we've all studied and recently graduated from. Yeah, congrats, boys. So we're very happy to have our teacher and friend on the podcast. And all-round cool person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> if we haven't hyped her up or enough. <laughs> um, how are you feeling, Kate? I'm feeling very good. My voice sounds a bit strange, but that's okay. We do always you- do these like first thing Sunday morning. Yeah. And it's not it's the- prime comedy time. It's- you know, usually hungover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's a beautiful day outside, but we'll sit inside. Just, you're just playing hooky at church. Yeah. Just- <laughs> oh boy. Um, do you want to do the thing where you say this is the show? Absolutely. This is the show. Where we improvise an entire movie from beginning to end based on a suggestion. This week's suggestion is a word, and that word is heart. Oh, oh, oh that's so beautiful! Nice. It really is. Uh, guys, I gave a blood donation the other day. You're a I, hero. You're a thank you. Oh. Um, I did it uh, right when they were closing because I had to do it after work, and I've never done it that late before. And the lady who did it was real. Like she must have just been real tired because she she kind of screwed up everything. Like I've been to so many now that I know the process and she, like she, I signed the form, like she's like sign here and I signed it. She's like, wait, did you sign the form? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry, I was yawning. I didn't see. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. She's going to stick a needle in you. Yeah. Yeah. She Please didn't, she didn't ask what arm and then she put in wrong and it was like, it wasn't coming out and it was hurt. And then I had a bump the next day. It was real. Like I was like, if that was the first time someone had given blood, they wouldn't do it again. Like it was a bad experience. So yeah. I'm one strike away from not allowing to give blood anymore. You get three strikes, right? Um, no, you don't. What? But it's that's I know that's what, the, that's what the lady told me. She's like, because um, I said, like, I get w- the body doesn't like, my body doesn't like it when um, needles get put in. put in. But whose does, to be fair? <laughs> and um, she, Junkies? I, I was getting, because um, Channel 9 has like a portable van that goes outside sure, the place. Sure. And um, I kept passing out, almost passing out when I was doing it. Right. And they go into action mode. They're just like, get the thing that props up your legs, tilt it back. And I've never been more comfortable. Mm. Just like oh. after having passed out, yeah. Like, oh, it's time for a bit. But of you get a sick biscuit from them, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember my dad. My dad had this. Is this is not dark, but no. Oh well, now you expect something dark. But no, he had cancer. He's fine. But he, one of his veins collapsed from constantly getting chemotherapy. Oh, so when I decided ooh. to give blood, he was like, "Don't do it." I was like, "But dad, I want to help people." And he's like, "No." Nah. And then he came with me into the place and was like harassing the lady. He was like, do you know that actually my vein collapsed? And she was like, I've never met you before, sir. <laughs> and he's just going like, so you got to be careful. And she's like, well, we usually like alternate yeah. veins or whatever. And he was just kind of like, like watching everything that happened. I was like, dad, just go have an orange juice or something. <laughs> Leave me alone. My, my dad and I went, so I, when we did it up in North Queensland, my dad and I would go because he had, he would go with like a group of work friends and I would just tag along. So to be him and all of his like like chummy mates watching like Burjo's catchphrase or whatever on the small TV in the oh, corner because yeah, all the guys get around and watch Burjo's. <laughs> well, they they're all just like they do plasma, so they were mm. they were there for way oh, longer yeah. than I was. It takes like an hour. Or yeah. More. yeah, and that's the only reason that I remember that so specifically is because I finished a puzzle. And I've never been more like stoked. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, fifteen hundred pieces. Yeah. Like, I didn't start it. <laughs> Someone else had started it, and there was a friendly man just giving me sausage rolls and juices, and I was like, nah, sky piece. I like to think that there was like fourteen hundred ninety nine pieces put in, yeah, and then you're just like, fast. where does this yeah. last one go? <laughs> An hour later, nailed it. And you got a pair of scissors and just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I know what the name of the movie is. I have sure. a suggestion for the name of the movie: fifteen hundred pieces, sick biscuit. 
<laughs> yeah, I like sick biscuits. Yeah, that was a direct sick quote from Nick's monologue. So. <laughs> uh, please enjoy Sick Biscuit. Okay. Exterior. The ocean. The date is September 19, 2014. Uh, We see a wave gently carrying a slightly damp packet. The packet says on it, with love from mum, but the ink is bleeding and the packet is almost completely deteriorated. But you can just make out the M-U-M. We fade to black, fade up. The words five hours earlier appear on the screen. Interior aeroplane. The aeroplane is full and everyone's going about their aeroplane business. Uh, sorry, doll. Could you just... My thing isn't clipping in. Could you just move yours? I'm, just, uh, absolutely. Hold on. Just <laughs> shift my large stomach and just, you can... Yeah. Put, no, it's oh, just... Oh. I don't know why they put the, the earphone jacks all the way down here. It's not made oh. for people with real thighs, is it? No, it's certainly, certainly not Thank made. you. Sorry. There we go. Sorry about that. <sighs> Listen to classic radio, are we? Yes, well, I just love the tunes. Takes me back to a time when I loved music more than I do now. Oh. Sorry, are. that got a bit... Oh, boy, we're not even in the air yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's not yours, is it? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> shh, shh. It's his first time flying. He's so tiny, like a tiny muffin, like a tasty tiny blueberry muffin. Those little blue eyes. Sorry, I didn't have breakfast. I just. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just gonna go. Um, I'm just gonna talk to the stewardess and I'll be seated very far away from you. Come on, little rap scallion. Don't you just hate it when the young are around you on an aeroplane? Oh, I do. I hate it. More than I hate that rap music. Oh, don't even get me started on rap music. I heard one the other day talking about a pussy and they didn't mean cat. Oh, no. The, the, the fabric of society as it is is falling to pieces and it makes me so very mad. It's crumbling. My daughter, her name's Kelsey, and if I ever heard her listening to that rap music, I'd beat her around the ears with a cane. Oh, Kelsey. She sounds like an upstart lady. Well, she's a beautiful diamond, but my goodness, she's made some poor decisions, I'll tell you that. I don't want to go into it, but let's just say, Kelsey, if she was here, I'd bloody tell her to sort it out. We cut to the cockpit, where the two pilots are beginning to take off. All right, then. Have you checked the the rudders? Checked and ready. Well done. All right, George, you ready for takeoff? I'm ready, Steve. I'm ready to go and I'm prepared and everything is checked and good and your pants are prepared. Fantastic. Let me hop in them as is tradition. There we are. Now we clap hands. And now we take a solemnary vow that we'll never crash the plane. I solemnly swear that we'll never <laughs> crash the plane. Ah, and then we cheers with a shot of vodka. Ching, ting. Ah. We got to 20 minutes later. I'm just saying, Steve. No. I think we should no. get our plane off the ground. All right, I'll prove it to you I can fly this plane. I'm Australian now. You've lost your accent, Steve. But I think you're a swell gentleman. 
Let's get this thing up. No, right I now. can drive. I can drive. Go, go, go. Meanwhile, back on land, we see a young girl of about 18 sitting in her bedroom, looking through various CDs and records and cassette tapes. She's a bit of a connoisseur of different music formats. Her name is Kelsey, and there's a pink rug on the ground, one of those shaggy rugs, and she's just got one hand pressed into it while the other hand sorts through her music. She hears a knock at the door from her brother, Jack. Oh, hey, Kelsey. Jack, get out. I'm looking at my music. I just, I just want you to know that um, I bought the new So Fresh. It's the hits of summer. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, Jack. Come in. Let's play it. Absolutely. The two sit on the carpet and listen to their music, which consists of rap and pop. Oh, I'm really glad Mum's not here to hear us listen to this. Same. If Dad was home, he'd real show us the business. Yeah, both of them would then team up together and hold hands and the other two hands that were free would hit us around the side of the head. Oh, no, and Dad would take his belt off for sure. <laughs> anyway, did Mum say anything to you before she left? She just looked at me and then said, Kelsey, you're a diamond, and then shook her head and walked out and didn't finish the end of her thought. Yeah, she came to my bedroom and she gave me the gift that she'd had for, for many months. I, it was my birthday on February, but she had saved up all the money and I got a brand new PlayStation. What? She told me that she loved me very much and if there, anything was ever to happen to her, that I would be the uh, relegated with the responsibility of raising you, my uh, sister of more, 10 years older than me. What? I get a half-finished sentence and you get a PlayStation? Do you know what she did for my birthday? We cut to Kelsey's birthday. Hey, Mum, are you forgetting something? Oh, darling, I'm in the middle of something. Just wait one second. I just, I'm, I'm, I just, I've got to go to school real soon, but there's one thing. Oh, darling, I'm trying to typewrite on my typewriter that I still have. Mum, please, it's just, you know... It's, it's the 24th of January, you know what that means? Yes, it means you've been alive too bloody long. Oh, okay. Can we go to school, please, Mum? <sighs> Ask your father. We cut back. Oh, <laughs> uh, gee whiz. Kels, that's yeah. a real bummer. I'm glad you got a cool gift, though, Jack. You can't play it. Mum says it's just for me. Oh, I thought we were bonding, and then you pull a Swifty on me. <laughs> you know what? Take your So Fresh CD, because you know what I reckon? I don't reckon it's so fresh anymore. (gasps) Back in the plane. It begins to trundle down the runway as everyone is seated and the stewardess goes through the safety procedure. Oh, thank you everyone for coming on board this uh, flight uh, JB24447. It's a Boeing. And looks like we're going. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. That's oh, I like that. He's very handsome, he's, isn't he? I like that joke he oh said. Oh, boy. Now, if you pay attention to me and uh, uh, you two are sitting in an exit row. <gasps> oh, no. Please tell us what we have to do very specifically and don't oh. mind if you touch us a little bit as well. And I love responsibility. <laughs> All right, then. I'm going to give you a bit of a pat on the shoulders. <gasps> mm. Oh, goodness me. Now... With sitting in the exit row comes a little set of responsibilities. Oh, boy. I'm getting very warm. Me too. And uh, if there is an emergency, uh, are you guys willing to take on those set of responsibilities 
and uh, open up the door, let people out, save people's lives, you know, all that business? Oh, yes, Mr. Stewart, sir. I, I, I am very responsible. Uh, I have fixed a dog's leg once. I put a splint oh. in it when it broke on the farm. Oh, please don't call me Mr. Stewart, sir. Call me Mr. Card. <gasps> Mr. Card. Mr. Card, it would be my pleasure. Mr. Card pulls out an instruction manual and begins reading explicit instructions from the manual. Well... Oh, oh is this for me? I'll take that. Thank you very much. No worries. It's all in pictures. I'll take this and I'll, I'll read it instead of the in-flight magazine. And I'll take it and I'll press it against my chest very gently and also read it, but with my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, 17 rows back. Shut up, shut up. You're the reason why your father's not around. Did I hear someone say that the father is not around? Yes, I did. <laughs> My name is Pierre, and I'm here to ruin your marriage. Well, you're too late. Ah, spoiled again. Never mind then. Well, this was a very productive conversation. What? I thought I had a chance, and then you telling me I cannot ruin your marriage anymore. Ha! You had a chance. You don't have a chance with me. Why not? I am handsome, cool. Look at my clothes. There's only one man in my life. Is it the baby? Yes, it is the baby. Technically, he's not a man. More man than you are. Oh. Mean, meanwhile, we see inside the baby's brain. Oh, I'm so tough. <laughs> <laughs> I've got heaps of muscles. I'm just like... <laughs> I shit myself whenever I want. And mama's to clean it up. I get to drink tit milk all day. It's the best. I love being a baby. I reckon I'm tougher than any man out there. <laughs> we got back... We see Pierre's wearing a, a brown leather jacket and this woman is wearing thongs and a toe ring on every toe. <laughs> I say, ma'am, your clothing, it's very stylistic, very cool. Yeah, it's Queensland chic. We ah, see a sarong. You speak French. That is, <laughs> that is also the Australian flag. <laughs> it is very airy for flying in the air. Well, well yeah, I'm trying to get back home to, to finalise my divorce. But this flight is to Paris. Yeah, he shipped it off to, to France. Ah, so silly. It's my second home. I see. Yeah. And you're taking this man, the baby, with you? Well, yeah, I have to. He has to sign as well. <laughs> I did not think that babies had responsibility to sign something. C crazy French law. As a French man, you should know that. I, I, more often than not, I am stuck dealing with French law. Just the other day. Oh, I had to we buy We cut it just the other day. <laughs> So just one baguette, please. Oh, no, 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 sir. If you want to uh, have a baguette, you must uh, file your passport and uh, give us $9,000. And in 25 years, you can have a 0.7 of a baguette. Ah, it is as per the law. Spoil it again. We cut back. You have no idea how difficult oh, it is. Funny country. I have not eaten for many days. <laughs> we cut to the cockpit. All right, Johnson, we seem to have sobered up. Well, Steve, definitely you have regained your accent. All right. Uh, let's get one of the stewardesses is in here. Fantastic. Let's get the one with the legs. Hello, I've, uh, I'm the one with the legs. Yes, your legs are very strong. Uh, you're ready. And also present. The other hostess doesn't like uh, having the fact that she doesn't have legs mentioned. That's fine. No! So you are you in there showing off your legs again? No, no, I'm not. Joe, we've got people to serve out here, please. Uh, 
All right, Marge, I'll be out in just a second. Uh, look, do you guys want the, the chicken or the beef? I can order that for you. On three. One, two, three, chicken. No, we can't both have chicken. No, we can't have, I'll have the beef. I'll have the... Oh, okay, well, I'll just have the chicken I'll, then. Chicken. Are you sure you want that? Or I'll bring one of each and you can choose that. All Thank right, you. goodbye. And let's get this baby off the ground. <laughs> get uh, into the pedals. <laughs> the two men start pedaling. And the plane... Begins the taxi. <laughs> we see on the outside the Boeing logo move gently to the left as we <laughs> as we pull out, and the aeroplane lifts off into from the water jetty that they've been on this whole time <laughs> in the middle of the sea, about to take off from the blue blue ocean to the blue blue sky. Meanwhile, back on land in Jack's room. Pew pew. Pew. <laughs> this really is a grand theft auto. <laughs> ah, no, don't kill me. I'm going to steal your car and I'm going to park it appropriately. <laughs> Got you. Uh, we cut back to uh, Kelsey's room where she's sitting back on her pink rug, penning a letter. Dear Jack and Mom and Dad, I know that technically I'm a part of this family, but sometimes it feels more blood than heart. I feel like some days I get home from school and you don't even notice that I'm here. You'd be watching Burjo's catchphrase or playing PlayStation, but no one looks at me and says, well, how was your day, Kelsey? What did you get up to? Is there any boys you kissed? Any boys you didn't kiss? No one asked me anything. So I just go to my room and listen to my rap music and my so fresh. <laughs> anyway, I'm writing to let you know that I think I want to make it on my own now, so I'm going to leave. Mom, Dad, I know, well, Dad, if you ever get back, Mom, when you get back from your flight, you're going to see this and you'll probably be real mad at me. But as I think it's important that I say this. And Jack, sometimes you're cool, but sometimes you're not so cool. I don't know what it's about. Anyway, catch you on the flip side. XOXO, Kelsey. <laughs> She folds up the note uh, and places it under a cushion on her bed and quietly slips out the door and heads out the back door. Phew, got you, ye infidels. <laughs> we cut to the exit row where the two are reading their pamphlets both in very distinct ways. Oh, this is new. Oh, the, the brace position with the elbows up over the head, that's... um. That's a, a, a newie. Oh, no, I've started sweating and the, the cardboard's stuck to my chest. <laughs> the ink's coming off onto my skin. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, my daughter, uh, Bethany, got a tattoo in, ta in Bali the same way. Oh, no. Yeah, she's got terms and conditions all over her lower back. Oh, Bethany. Oh, what did you do? Did oh. you use your nail polish remover? I've heard it's quite good at removing oh, it. Oh, all I've got in my house is peanut butter, so we gave that a crack. Oh, goodness. Well, did it work? No, but it was very tasty. Oh, well, that's good. You know what? If a cleaning solution's not going to work, the least you can hope for is that it tastes good, you know? We cut to Bethany at the psychiatrist's office. And then he licked it off me, off my back. He oh. had put peanut butter on my oh. back and then licked it off me. My own dad. It's really weird. Did it feel good? We cut back. 
Oh, well, that's well. I hope Bethany's learned her bloody lesson. I, I do too. She's gone to see someone about it. Um, probably a tattoo removalist, I would imagine. Yeah. No. Well, it sounds like you did the right thing. A totally normal thing for a father to. It's like it's like lions with their cubs, you know, and they lick and they lick, and then the cubs, you know, their immunes boosted. That's and they. It's bonding. It's bonding. Exactly. Is what it is. It's beautiful. Bo- it's a father and daughter, and it's lovely, and it's peanuts, and it's natural. Bing bong. Oh, sorry, I must have pressed the help button. Hello there. Uh, uh, it's me, Mr. Card, again. Did you guys ring? Oh, boy, he's back. Hello, Mr. Card. We were being uh, very good. Perhaps you'd like to give us some peanuts. Please All don't right. give us any more instructions. I've, I've really buggered up my chest, please. Well, I see you've got the instructions on you right there. I can read it on your chest. Yeah. Oh, my God. In brace position. Ha, there you go. I can read it backwards. Isn't that, a, isn't that a skill to have? You want a peanuts? I'd love some peanuts. And I'd actually like to pen a letter if that's okay. Sure. Take, take, a, take a note. I'll dictate. <laughs> Could you take a knee, please, Mr. Cart, <laughs> while he says the letter to you? Sure. <clears throat> Dear Bethany. Yep. It's come to my recent attention that you and I are like lion cubs. Uh-huh. I... Draw, uh, do, do a little drawing of a lion there. Well, I'm not very good at drawing, but do I'll it. give it... I'll do it. All right. Oh, you, you look at you. are very talented with your hands. Very agile, aren't they? I try to get it as accurate as possible. <gasps> it's beautiful. Anyway, go on. I'll finish your letter. I, the baby lion, and you, the baby... Lioness. Lionesses with two S's? Um, sure. Go with your gut, darling. You're so handsome. I'm sure you're bloody smart too. Uh, no, I can't spell. Oh, well, who needs it? <laughs> right? With eyes like that. <laughs> I wish to see you very soon. Lots of love. Big Mama Lion, Daryl. And if you could seal it with a kiss. Yeah, I've got my lippy on. Give me a sec, doll. Just, oh. Yep, here we go. There we go. Perfect. Uh, would you like me to send this letter? <laughs> if you could, doll. Oh, you've got a you've got a post box on the plane. Is that? Well, wow. of course we do. This is twenty fourteen. Yeah, this wow. <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, not uh, not internet email anymore, is it? No. Huh. Gaga, the days of that. Anyway, uh, should we send this off? <laughs> uh, we go back to row seventeen. No, finally asleep. You know that uh, <laughs> back in France. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so sorry. I woke the man, the baby. We cut inside the baby's head again. <laughs> that bloody idiot waking me up just when I got a bit of bloody shadow. Oh, if I had the body to match my brains. We cut back out. He looks very angry. He looks like he's... Uh... You need something else besides France as a like a like thing to talk about. Every Are you time I'm like, lacking in character. Exactly, I'm saying you're lacking in character. Now I would say that you, ma'am, are lacking in character. I'm a single mum on my way to France to, to divorce my husband. I'm nagging right now, so that's my character. <laughs> Look, I'm still really into you, I, even though the baby seems real. Real macho. What's your name? Pierre, I told you that. Sorry, it's just very stereotypical. Oh, really? And what are you, some kind of Deborah lady? No, Janet. Even worse. <laughs> Please. Well, why are you going to France anyway? Well, I have to do with some legal issues. What legal issues? Well, you see, I, uh, I actually own this company. 
JB stands for my father, Jean Pierre. And uh, the whole airline is going under. So I have to go there and uh, make. Can you please be quiet, baby? <laughs> Don't tell him to be quiet. Oh no! We, oh, that's the baby strikes again. Uh, the mother reaches into her bag and pulls out a small box of cookies that says uh, "Love, Mum" on them. Well, I've got to feed him his favourite bickies now. There you go, some little bickies. What you're telling me that the baby can just have food right now without having to apply for He's it? He's got a full row of teeth. <laughs> Also, quite an appetite. That was four biscuits in the space of four seconds. Uh, we cut back into the baby's head. Yeah, I fucking marched him down. <laughs> and cut back out. It's like a full-size man appetite. He gets it. For, he gets it from his father. His father's like a shark, right? Uh, you know, I can be like a shark if I want to be. See my beautiful teeth. We see the grossest French teeth you've ever seen. Now, hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We cut back to Jack in his bedroom. Jack gets up, walks outside, and goes around to his sister Kelsey's room to see what she's doing. Hey, Kelsey, what are you doing? He notices there's no one in the bedroom, but he notices a note on her bed tucked underneath a pillow. Oh, mum says I shouldn't read Kelsey's diary, but letters are cool, right? He picks it up and reads it word for word. Oh man, I'm only eight many years old. This is going to be real tough. Dear Mum and Dad. After five minutes of this kid trying to read, he reaches the very end of the letter. XO, XO, Soxo, Sox, Kelsey. Oh, boy ho. Mum and Dad are going to be real pissed. They're probably going to make the punishment Voltron again and hit me with both their free arms. I look like i got to go find Kelsey. No, no. Time to put on Adventure Jack mode. Jack heads back to his room, puts on his cool jacket, his cool shoes, and safari hat, and safari hat, and heads off both to find Kelsey and to mail the letter at the post office to the plane. Hello, ma'am. I'd like to mail a letter to an aeroplane. All right then, love. Just pop it here. Thank you kindly. And I'll attach it to this pigeon's leg. Fluffy. What's that pigeon's name? Fred. Why did you name him that? Why did we name him Fred? Yeah. Because years ago, there was a pigeon named Fred. We cut back to the old Fred pigeon. Cool, cool. I like you. I'm going to call you Fred. We cut back. Why is that? Because that was also named after a very mighty pigeon called Fred. Let's go back again. Coo, coo. Damn you, Fred. You bloody pigeon, you've stabbed me. Me, Adolf Hitler. How dare you. Ah. Motherfucking coo. We cut back to the post office. And then Why blood did he went- kill Hitler? <laughs> well, there's this thing that happened called the Holocaust. No way. We cut back to the plane. <laughs> In the cockpit, the two pilots are flying the plane as per normal when suddenly one of the lights starts flashing. Ah, Johnson. One of the lights are flashing. Well, Steve, I believe that's on your side of the cockpit, so it's yours to deal with. Yeah, but also your drink is on my side of the cockpit, so it's now my drink. Damn. If that law is true. Pilot law. Pilot law. always gets you. Ah, but another conundrum. 
My pancakes, they're on your side of the cookie. Oh, nom nom nom. Ding ding. Damn it. Oh no. It's it's dinging faster. Maybe you should deal with it. I'll press it. Press it again. There's at least 45 of these settings, so off you go. Stop pressing me! That's the third setting. That almost sounded like the autopilot. We cut to two minutes later when from outside the aeroplane we can see the back wheels fall away into the ocean. Are the wheels supposed to fall off? Well, we don't need them anymore now they're in the air, so I guess... Oh, wait. When we get down. When we get down. That's problematic. We have a problem. Steve, we have a problem. We should tell somebody. Hello, this is your captain um, speaking. The wheels have fallen off. No, no, no. no, no, no. um, Inside the cabin. Chicken beef? Inside the cabin, the pilot's message is heard by all of the passengers. Oh no, that doesn't sound good at all. Oh no, we're in, we're in the exit row. Oh, Let me quickly do a revision of Where's that nice Mr. Car. Card? Oh goodness. <laughs> Hi, how's it going everyone? <gasps> oh, it's him. He'll tell us what to do. So, it looks like we've lost our wheels. Oh no. Um, so, time for that responsibility to kick in. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I've sweated off all my instructions. <laughs> They're all on my blouse. <laughs> I've got my card right here. Can you take? <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to disrobe to save the whole plane. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Card, would you perhaps like to assist? <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm all of a faddle. <laughs> Let me just put out these. Oh, so, uh, it's hooked on As my brow clip. Mr. Card derobes the female passenger. <laughs> The other passenger just reads off the instructions he has not melted on his pamphlet. One, place your left hand and right hands on the emergency door hatch exit pulleys. It's like Twister. (laughs) Step two, pull them together with force. Step three, scream gently as you push the door out and into the world. God, it's windy. <laughs> Note, at this point, the cabin may lose pressure. Wow, we cut back to uh, row 17. <laughs> it's just a law. The whole plane is going to crash. Oh, the whole business is going under. This is just typical. Typical on a Monday. Janet, you're always complaining. If we're both going to die, I think we have to make the most of this. What are you talking about, Throw Pierre? the baby away. Oi! Listen here, mate. No. If you bloody throw me away, I'll tell you something for free. This plane won't be the first thing going down. It'll be your bloody head, dickhead. Monsieur, that baby is crying in a very weird manner. Mum, come on. Bust a tit out. Give me the power <laughs> I need. Almost in, in slow motion, Janet in row 17 breastfeeds her little boy. Yes! He grows, much like Popeye, to the strength of ten men. <laughs> Janet's body slowly fades <laughs> and shrinks down to the size of a tic-tac. <laughs> All right, Pierre, get out of my fucking way. All right, we're going to do this. Uh, the baby pushes Pierre out of the way. He falls over and the baby runs down the aisle towards uh, the middle-aged parents. Oh, looks like a... Uh, a, a man-sized baby's running towards us. <laughs> oh, who, oh he's, an, he's a bit cute, but he's very big, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better get out of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> the baby knocks knocks the man out, and is he's sucked into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> 
the baby runs over to the door, hurls it open so it is now completely wide open and passengers uh, start jumping out into the water that is approaching closer and closer as the plane gets lower and lower. <laughs> Get out there, you bloody dickheads! <laughs> We're all going to die! Please. <laughs> Do it in an orderly fashion. It says so in the oh, instruction yes, come card. Come on, guys. I can read right here. It says, <laughs> approach slowly and be calm. No pushing, no shoving. Come on. Get out of my way. Push. Uh, meanwhile, back on land, we see that Kelsey has gone for a walk along the waterfront uh, <laughs> and is eating a banana. She hears a rather loud kind of whooshing sound and turns out towards the water and sees a plane rapidly descending. Oh, what's, how, why is that plane down so low? How come it's not in the sky? Her thoughts are interrupted by this a familiar voice as her brother runs up behind her. Kelsey! <gasps> Jack, what are you doing outside? I had such trouble reading your letter. I needed some adult supervision. Oh, did you get the gist of it, though? Pretty close. You hate my guts and mum and dad think you're shit. Oh, Jack, I don't hate your guts. I just don't know why you're not on my team anymore. You're always on team mum and dad, never team Kelsey. That's because they feed me bolognese on Thursdays. Yeah, but I feed you chippies on Wednesdays. Maybe I do have to renegotiate my who's on my top list. Why can't we all be in your top list? And the list is called family. Wow. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I just finished killing prostitutes in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> wow, Jack. You're going to be a real interesting young man. <laughs> Also, look, look out at the ocean. What's that? Mr. Card's body splats right beside them. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a dude. Meanwhile, back up in the plane, the baby's ushering people out as they fall out of the plane. Come on, you lot, get out. As a pigeon arrives flapping against the wind and flutters into the plane. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's coming straight for you. I think it's a letter for you. Oh, hold on. Uh, oh, sorry. It's, uh, it's meant for you. Oh. Oh, it's, this is my daughter's handwriting. Kelsey. Kelsey. Here. She opens it after, and underneath all of the, the stamps of approval and, and <laughs> glue licking that's required by the and post poo. office. Dear Mum and Dad and Jack. Oh, no, she called me Mum. Five minutes later. XOXO. <laughs> Kelsey. Oh, God. My beautiful daughter's gone. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all right, it's all right. I've, you can come and join me and Bethany and be the another proud mama lion. I talk all that smack about her, but really she's just an A-plus Sheila. All of a sudden, the tin of Bickies flies out the window. At this stage, the plane is mostly empty and the baby is uh, hefting the legless hostess and throws her out the window. Out you go, love. you got not enough legs for this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Leggy, you next. There we go. You should share your legs around a bit more. What, he's got no legs? What, he's got too many legs? The baby attempts to lift the large-bellied other <laughs> middle-aged person. Leave me behind. I'm, I'm a responsible adult. No, out you go. He shoves through the door, creating a momentary uh, suction cap, uh, and then is sucked out. We cut to the cockpit. Uh, Johnson. I'm just gonna go check on the, on the on the passengers. Oh, but Steve, you see, the door to open the uh, the cockpit is on my side, so uh, I, you can't you can't get out. <laughs> well, looks like we've reached an impasse. At this point, every light in the cockpit is flashing, and there are multiple sirens screaming the- at them. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. 
I'll try and press them. If I press them, maybe they'll stop. Steve, I've got to tell you something. Yes, Johnson? I think it's time to pull out that vodka and finish it off. Ah, breaking tradition? Sure. Let's do it. I'm just going to go one second, open up the door. Help us! Help us! No, close that. (laughs) There's a massive baby out there chucking people out the window. Close the door. It's just the vodka. That's the vodka. We cut to the cabin. Pierre picks up the tic-tac-sized mum and goes to put her in his pocket. The baby turns around. Not bloody today, mate. I'm not going to have a fucking plane crash on me and also some Frenchy dickhead steal me mum after I breastfed her into the size of a pea. Not today. I would friendly you like a man if I could fill out the forms in time. You want a bloody go, mate? Meet my two mates, Fisty and Ouchface. <laughs> The baby comes storming down the center aisle. I have 0.7 of a baguette and I'm not afraid to use it. Uh, We see a slow motion action sequence of the baby pulling back its fist and bringing it in nice and clean into the French man's face. We see a tattoo on the knuckles that says Mr. Fisty. (laughs) Uh, Upon contact with the French man's face, it knocks him to the side and we see bits of baguette, tiny crumbs fly out of his mouth and hit the window. Of the plane. The baby grabs him by the ankles, swings him around like an old sack, and throw him straight out the plane. He flies straight into the propeller and is cut into a billion bits. <laughs> oh no, me mum was in his pocket. <laughs> oh, what have I done? This is why babies shouldn't become conscious too early. With these thoughts, the baby begins to shrink back down to the size of a baby. In its head, he continues to speak like a man. Just shut up. Just stay silent forever. Be a kid for another couple of years. It's what's supposed to happen. All of a sudden, a tic-tac-sized person starts growing in the aisle. She fell out of the man's pocket and regains her human size. Oh, my baby. Quick. Oh, we're falling out of the sky. (laughs) Janet picks up the baby and they dive out, leaving the cabin empty, the cockpit full of two drunk captains, and the plane crashes dramatically just off the pier into the water. Skoosh. Oh, Jack. Jack and that plane surely didn't have... It surely didn't have mum in it, did it? All of a sudden... I don't know. That was fucking sick, but... (laughs) All of a sudden, a woman washes up to the shore. Where the two kids are. Oh, shit, that's mum. Mum, what are you doing, mum, you idiot? Oh, bloody, help me out of the water, you bloody fools. The mother stands up with the help of the two kids and then with two fists clonks them on the side of their head. You idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Mum, we were just, what happened to the plane? The holiday, everything, what happened? Hey, shh, Kelsey, shut up. Mum's here now. And I I got something to say. I got your letter, doll. It brought me to bloody tears. Your old mum. No, mum, I was just that. No. <laughs> I've got something to say. When I birthed you 18 years ago on January 24th. Oh, mum, you remember my birthday? You're bloody right, I did, Kelsey. I didn't realise the responsibility that would come with raising you and then 10 years later raising your brother, Jack. That's me. But now I've come to realise a plane crash and a baby growing into a man. Puts things in perspectives. <laughs> I love you both. And I'm so sorry if I've mistreated you or done wrong by you. Oh, Mum, no, that's okay. Shh, shut up. Kelsey, I love you. I love you too, Mum. Jack, 
I love you. Oh, I love you too, Mum. Thanks for the PlayStation games. That's all right, Dal. You don't get presents for the next 10 years because they were expensive. Oh, no. Uh, we see them uh, embrace warmly, uh, Jack under one arm and Kelsey under the other, as a fiery plane crash <laughs> lights up the sky and they watch from the shore. Thank you once again for joining us on the Garden Street Boys Make a Movie podcast. My name is still Hayden. I'm Kieran. I'm Nick. I'm Kate. Yay! Yay! Kate, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. It was very fun. Mm. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug before we get on out of here? Uh, yes, there's a show coming up at the Enmore. It's the Bear Pack. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah. they have a soap opera in the first half, which will start me. Um, some great people from Whose Line Is It Anyway, the Australian edition that comes out like next month or within the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Walker, Susie Yusuf, Brady Connell, mm-hmm. um, heaps of amazing people. Uh, and it's all raising money for um, young people and their families uh, struggling with cancer. And it's dedicated to our mate, Elliot Miller, who we lost earlier in the year. Mm. Um, and it's going to be a super, super fun show. Oh, yeah. We're getting some ridiculous suggestions for names so <laughs> the characters it's gonna be the dumbest but it's gonna be amazing <laughs> and you can find tickets to that on giant or not it's improv theater sydney's website yeah on improv theater sydney or if you just go straight to Enmore theater website then they're all on there or just google just Perfect. try google i'd like some fun funds on a saturday <laughs> that might come up yeah <laughs> s-a-t apostrophe d-a-y yeah otherwise um, um improv theater sydney where kate is a teacher and we were students um mm. they continue to now alumni <laughs> not yeah. anymore fuck it yeah. Yeah, graduates. Uh, wonderful school. Fun, great fun times. Try out. If you've, if you've been listening to all this and be like, that's so great. How do they do it? It's with the help of it. Mm. So. They have tasters every now and then. Yeah. They're Improv Theatre Improv Theatre Sydney on Facebook. Google. Just Google it. Stuff, yeah. Mm. Uh, speaking of just Googling it, you can find us online at GardenStreetBoys.com. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, this is the final episode that we'll record at home, but there are two extra episodes to come. Yeah, next we'll be in space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've Strange recorded both of our live Fringe shows. Uh, those will be released in the next couple of weeks, so please do enjoy them. Um, and until next time, that's, that's a, a wrap. wrap. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> After the credits. Uh, We see it fade up from black and the box is still floating along the water and a pigeon flies down and lands on the box and starts pecking away at the already deteriorated packaging. But then a shark comes up and munches down the pigeon and the box all in one, causing a big ripple and then it fades down gently back to the calm ocean surface. We cut to the post office. Oh no! Fred! Fred! We cut three weeks later. The shark has been poached. The pigeon digested. The box, still intact, washes up on a shore. Two tribal warriors walk over to the box and drum beats play in the background. Jumanji 3, start soon. (laughs) We cut to a couple's therapist office. Janet sits with her baby beside her husband as the therapist goes through a checklist of some of the issues they've been having. Yeah, she, um, she gets real tiny when she breastfeeds. Yeah, I, well, look, mate, I can't bloody help it. I've got a big thirst, all right? Look, I just want you two to get along, all right? I obviously want to get along with my little baby boy. Yeah, and I love Dada. <laughs> I can see that the family's having a few problems, uh, and most of it is coming from this weird uh, baby growth hormone situation. Well, that's not weird, that's normal. 
Yeah, a, are you calling me weird? Yeah. That's bullying. I'm a baby. You don't. Oh, please, please. Do Get not. him. The um, baby breastfeeds, grows to human size, and pummels the therapist. Take that! Take that with your bloody quack doctorism thinking you can fix my brain! You don't bloody know me! The dad joins in. Yeah, you bloody took me up my son like that fucking get your eyes geared down. Yeah, get him, Dada! Pep, pep, The sound of the pummeling reaches the waiting room where Bethany and her father are sitting waiting for the next session. Oh boy, it sounds a little bit hands-on. Uh, Dad, that's half your problem. If you could stop, please, applying peanut butter to me in this therapy foyer. <laughs> we cut back to the room and the baby absorbs the father and flies out of the building. <laughs> my baby, boy! Iron Giant 3, coming soon. 